0: Morning Motivation is brought to you by The Great Discovery. The Great Discovery is an exciting new e-learning and e-earning platform allowing experts to connect with audiences around the world in over 20 languages. Link in the show notes for details. Good morning, my friends. I am Michael Whitehouse. Welcome to the Morning Motivation Sunday Update. If you have not done so yet, I encourage you to subscribe to my other podcast, The Guy Who Knows a Guy. You can find it at guy.com slash podcast. I'm going to be interviewing some fantastic, amazing, successful people uh, and some people who are still just getting started sharing their stories, their learnings, their mistakes so that you can learn from them and emulate what they're doing right and not emulate what they've done wrong. I have a great interview with Ken Krell as our kickoff coming up early this week and already the introduction to the first season is on there. So check that out, guywhonhasaguy.com slash podcast or search your podcast app for the guy who knows a guy that was actually my uh, initial podcast where I interviewed folks and actually I did it for a while and it was sort of it was here there and everywhere I interviewed all kinds of people kind of showing off my network and how cool I was how many people I knew which was great but didn't really draw an audience because it was all over the place so season three were really zeroing in because uh, I attended strategic alliance live and met all these amazing successful people some of whom said I got good because I spoke to a whole lot of amazing successful people and I said ooh. I can do that. I've got a podcast. So I'm going to be interviewing them and having them share their stories, especially focusing on the early part. Because so often in these stories, it is, I was living on my mom's couch, I was living in my car, whatever, and then I did a thing and million dollars. And they kind of skip over the, the yada yada over the how they got there. Uh, if you remember Seinfeld, yada yada. You can't yada yada over the start. So I like to... Get them to really emphasize what that starting thing was that got them from zero to hero, uh, particularly so someone who's still at zero can emulate it. So when you're listening to that and you're working, maybe you're working a job and saying, oh, I wish I could be an entrepreneur, but I just don't know what my first step is. I don't know how to do it. You're gonna have their examples to follow. And also, most of them offer something of great value, whether it's they teach people to be speakers or to build uh, lead lead generation tools or marketing or whatever, mindset, uh, thinking about the interviews we've done. So, you are gonna have those tools as well. So, you have their expertise and also their story to guide you. So, I'm building it to be a resource. Well, to be honest, I'm building it to be a resource for me because uh, I wanna learn how to get to where they are. And it'll be a resource for you listening to them uh, in the same way it'll be a resource. For me, And that's actually what I want to talk about today is leverage, leveraging your time, your energy, your connections, your uh, your values, and all those things. There's an article in The Day, that's our local paper here, uh, entitled Getting Paid Not to Work is Addictive by Kyle Thomas. Now, Kyle Thomas is a guy who I'm pretty sure has been getting paid to not to work for a very long time. He's a professional writer and opinion maker, so he gets paid a lot of money to bloviate and uh, type things into a computer, and he probably does some speaking. And I saw some videos on his website. Uh, he's basically a older white guy uh, who gets paid not to work and just to think. So it's interesting that he would write an article about getting paid not to work being addictive, and he's all poo-pooing these these laggards and layabouts who are who are sucking on the government teat as you know pe- hardworking people like him put in the money that that pay these taxes. And this is based on this idea of, you know, the work he talks about the work ethic, you know, what what happened to the old work ethic when when work was a noble thing. So let's start by talking about the work ethic and then we're going to talk about how people actually make money. So work ethic as a concept is a great thing to propagate if you make your money off people working for small wages. If your company employs a lot of low wage people or medium wage people but without, you know, without any chance of ever getting rich off it. If your company works, survives off that and depends on them to do what you do, you really want people to believe in work ethic and the nobility of work and how hard work and sweat on your brow is a great thing. And the the other uh, lovely myth, which is the harder you work, the more you're going to make, which is true in a linear fashion, but but the idea that, you know, simple hard work pays off. And yeah, it does, often. I mean, not if you're making 12 bucks an hour, $12 an hour, 40 hours a week is $480. But I'm talking to a lot of very successful people lately, millionaires, multi-millionaires. You know, I I don't ask them for their net worth. We start the conversation, but I can intuit they make a lot of money and they have a lot of money. And not one of them tells me, oh yeah, I work hard to get my money. Some of them work 10, 20, 25 hours a week. Some might work 40 hours a week. And now they're, they're generally not sitting around uh, playing video games and drinking on the beach the rest of their time because they're the kind of people who work in the, the sense of working, you know, 10, 20, 30 hours a week. And then they're, then they're kind of working all the rest of the time. They're networking. They're making connections. They're coming up with new ideas. They're developing new things. But actual working, nose to the grindstone, they don't do that much. They don't make their own websites. They don't write their own copy. They don't do their own prospecting. They don't do their own marketing. They hire people for that because they leverage. Leverage. Big word. Leverage means taking what you have and multiplying it into more by combining it with other things. Whether it's hiring somebody, partnering with somebody, you leverage what you have. Everyone has the same 168 hours in a week. And the thing is, while everyone technically has the same amount of time... The single mom who needs to take care of her kids can't use that time the same way. The person without a car who has to spend an hour and a half each way on the bus to get to work can't use their time the same way. The person who's making 12 bucks an hour can't use their time the same way. They're using it all up in low-profit activities because they have to, because they're surviving. So if you can find a way to leverage what you have, even if you are working hard, even if you are busy and exhausted, that's where you're going to find the big, uh, the big payoffs there. And you find these a number of different ways. Sometimes just you have skills. Do you have skills you can get paid more for? You know, I was recently talking to somebody, uh, and I'm going to mention this person by description, not by name, by description for a specific reason, which is that you might be the one who wants to hire them. I was talking to somebody who is about to settle for retail work. Now, retail work is not great work for a skilled person in ordinary circumstances, and this person has uh, some back issues, so standing for a long time or sitting for a long time in the same place can be very painful for them, so retail work becomes a particular nightmare for them. So I was talking to them and I said, retail work does not seem to be where you want to settle. You must be able to do something better. I know it because everyone can. So tell me, what are your skills? And I was expecting, you know, maybe, well, I'm good with people or something. No, 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 no. As they started detailing their skills, graphic design, illustration, video editing, audio editing, travel planning, event planning, organization, general assistant skills. Wow. And this person does not need to make a great deal of money. After all, they're going to take a crappy retail job. Uh, I'm not going to say how little it was, but it's very little let's just say they would be very happy to work for $3,000 a month full-time deploying all those skills for somebody. And obviously, they'd probably accept more as well. Uh, the number they gave me was less than 3000 but I'm not going to dignify that by saying it out loud. So, I say that because if you're an entrepreneur and you're listening to that and you're like, wow, we need someone who can do graphic design. We need someone who can do our social media updating or may do our social media promotion or edit our podcast or edit our YouTube videos or any of these things. They have social media experience and all the rest. Uh, please get in touch with me, Michael at GuyWonowsTheGuy.com, because you need what they can do. They're willing to work for less than market value, a uh, market rate, um, but... That would be great for them, and everyone's going to win. Uh, they're open to freelancing as well. Basically, anything that you'll pay them for uh, would be fantastic. So, so that's just an example. That is an example. So many people out there have skills of some kind. Most people, not most people, many people of a younger age have at least general social media experience. Although you may not know the marketing, you can learn it. Or you actually know social media marketing. You know, A lot of people actually know video editing these days uh, and have the time to do it. Now, the successful coach, course creator, entrepreneur may well know how to edit videos. They don't want to. They have better things to do with their time. They want to leverage their money to get their time back, and they'll pay you to do it. So you may say, well, why would someone pay me to do it? Because they don't want to do it. Their time is worth more than that. So for those of you in the audience who are are stuck or considering low-wage, demeaning work, such as retail. Now if you like it, great. If you're working for your friend in the little shop and you love doing it, or you just you, you enjoy putting things on shelves. It's just your it's your vibe. That's great. That's awesome. This isn't for you. If you hate your job and you're miserable about the jobs and you're you're bitter about the economy that forces you to demean yourself to these low paid low wage jobs, you hate the work and then you don't have enough money at the end of the day anyway, I'm talking to you. I encourage you to sit down and write a list of your skills, every skill you have. The top might be writing a list of my skills. Whatever the skills are, maybe you can write, maybe you can speak, maybe you can knock on doors, maybe you can do video editing, audio editing, even things you are mediocre but passable at. Write them down. Then write down how much money you need to make in a month. Now start thinking about who might pay you that amount of money either individually or collectively. So maybe if you need to make $4,000 a month, you can't find someone to pay you 4000 but could you find eight people to pay you 500 Whatever it is, to start thinking about who might pay you for those skills that much money. And if you're stuck and you're like, I don't think I have the skills to make what I need to make, contact me. Michael, a guy knows a guy. That's why I do free coaching sessions because this is not just a business for me. This is a mission. It is makes me angry, angry, upset when I see people who have such value, such greatness, as I say, to offer, and they're not doing it because they're wasting their lives, wasting their energy, wasting their potential at McDonald's or Target or Walmart, getting paid crappy wages, and then they're too exhausted to actually give their gifts to the world. I want you to give your gifts to the world. And this is why I have shifted my coaching model. I had been charging a standard $500 to $1,000 a month, depending on what what sort of coaching it was. I have now changed it to a pay-what-you-can model. So it's still that that $500 to $1,000 program, but if you can only afford $125 a month, that's what you pay. If you can only afford $25 a month, that's what you pay. Caveat, you need to be committed to actually sharing your greatness with the world and doing the work. So, if you say 25 bucks a month and then you're like, eh, it's only 25 bucks, I'm not really gonna do it, you're out. We're not working together. But if you are committed, if you say, yes, Michael, absolutely, I'm 110% committed, I just don't know what to do, I don't know who to talk to, I don't know where to go, then I will help you. That is my mission, that is my calling. I feel I'm called to do this, to help people. That's why I make the podcast. That's why I write. That's why I'm always looking for places I can go to help. And this is why also, to be honest, why I drive Uber. So first off, Uber doesn't feel like work to me. And side note, if you're working at McDonald's and you hate it, you're working at Target and you hate it, you have a car that fits Uber's requirements and you like people and you like driving, start Ubering. I make 22 to $36 an hour driving around talking to people. You don't like, dri- you don't like people? DoorDash. You can carry food. It doesn't talk back. Um, that's about 22 bucks an hour. Instacart, I've heard about people making some crazy money there. I'm not quite sure how it works. Uh, it doesn't seem like fun to me going through the shopping and the list and the whole thing. But for some people, they love it. They love it. It's amazing. You feel complete. you got a list to check off. You can pick out the right vegetables. Some people absolutely love it and make really good money. And that's just three. There's about three dozen more things you can do if you can get around. And there's plenty of things you can do if you can't get around. side That was a side note. But I make my primary, you know, I pay my bills driving Uber. As my business grows, I can drive Uber less and I can make more money off some of the other programs like the uh, special coaching retreats I'm going to be building um, and some of the collaborations and whatnot. But the whole point of making this money is to free me up so that I can help people to get out of the pit that the economy puts them into to live in their greatness. I want you to share your gifts with the world. God gave you gifts. He did not mean for you to sti- stick those gifts in a box and waste your life working for minimum wage. Minimum wage is fine when you're just getting started, but then you got to get out of it. Now, now, this brings up another point. If everyone used their gifts and did great things, what would happen to the McDonald's and the Walmart and the Targets of the world? What would we do if everyone was doing that? This is an interesting point. Well, one, if 10% of people in those jobs left to go pursue their passions because they could do something else, wages would rise precipitously. I was reading an article today that said that that there's a tipping point around $15 an hour. Jobs under $15 an hour are sitting empty. Nobody's working them. Over $15, they're filling. That's the tipping point. People say, that's worth it. That's worth my time. I'm worth $15 an hour. $15 is an arbitrary number, so it's probably people have heard it and and, um, they're latching onto it. But so wages will rise. And no, that won't cause great inflation because we're already getting inflation. I'm not going to get into the economics of it. But no, it's not going to raise, pri- raise wa- prices too much. It will a little bit. Uh, and it won't matter because people will be able to make their own money and they'll be able to afford those prices. So it'll be fine. The other thing is automation. If if we really do start pricing people out of the market because they're leaving, because they're going off to to live their live their passion, live their greatness, give to the world, And unless them are available for those kinds of minimum wage jobs, there's robots. There's robots that can do a lot of these things. Uh, you know, you can you can replace cashiers with, with the automatic checkout and all kinds of stuff. Uh, but first, and, and business, they'll figure it out. Don't worry about the poor Walmarts and McDonald's. They'll figure it out. We'll still be able to get our Big Macs and our cheap craft from China. Um, so, so you know, I'm, I'm not worried about teaching people how to get out of these jobs because they'll figure it out one way or another. They'll be fine. They're smart. They're grownups. They'll be okay. But for you, you need to know, and if you learn nothing else from this, because I know I'm a little bit divergently thinking, I'm excited. I read this article. It got me fired up. I wrote a blog article too, guyknowsguy.com slash blog. Um, read my, uh, my article responding to Cal Thomas's awful drivel. Uh, his bloviations, as I called it when I replied to the paper directly. Um, but uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, if you take nothing from this, if you only take one thing from this message, it is that there is an opportunity. You can set a personal minimum wage of 15 18 20 $25 an hour, even if you don't have, quote-unquote, skills, and you can find a way to make that money. Did you know that Lyft and Uber both have programs where they'll lease the car for you. So you don't even have You have to have a license and a clean driving record and a clean background. But if you have those and you don't have a car, Lyft and Uber will give you the car. You just have to drive it. I know some people might not want to do that. They don't feel safe doing it. They don't feel comfortable. They hate driving. They hate people, whatever. But if you are like, oh, I totally drive Uber. I just don't have the car for it. They'll buy you the car. You pay them $200 a week. Which is about eight hundred dollars a month, a little bit more, but they do the maintenance and the insurance as well. So it actually doesn't come out that bad, and it's a new car. Um, so for those of you who are out there, that's just something to something to consider. If you do want to do that, please contact me because I have a uh, uh, an Uber link so that I get a little um, a little reward for bringing you in. Um, so if I'd appreciate if you do that, but if, if you don't, that's fine too. Um, but you know, if we can get some of Uber's money to come to me to thank me for helping you, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. And, and so there's a lot of places like that uh, where, there's, where there's money to be made. But the, the point is, if you just recognize these opportunities exist somewhere and then set about to find them, you'll find them. Don't worry about the details. I can help you with the details. I'm happy to help you with the details. But if you're like, I don't want to talk to Michael. I just want to listen to this podcast. Fine. Just hear me that somewhere that opportunity exists and start looking and keep looking And you will find it, period. End of story. I don't care what your situation is. The opportunity is there to make more. If your situation is more complicated, it may take longer to find it. But it is there for everyone. everyone. And if if you're like, no, well, not for me, cool. Let's work. Now, obviously, you're trying to prove me wrong. You'll prove me wrong. You'll find a way to fail. But if you say, you know what? Michael, I'm committed. I'll do this, but I don't think it's there. But I'm committed. If you're willing to show it to me, I'll I'll work with you. Then work with me. I'll help you find it. Because, you know, I, I just, I get so, so worked up, so upset when I see people who are not living their best life because they're not taking the opportunities. Because it's there for everyone. If they just, just grab it. That made it sound easy. It's not easy. Not grab it. Look for it. And let me tell you, the first five times you're gonna, you're not gonna find it. You're gonna fail a bunch of times looking for it. You're gonna go down a bunch of blind alleys. That's why you talk to other people who've done it before. They can point out some of the blind alleys you don't walk down them. But that opportunity is absolutely there. But it's not there by taking crappy $12 an hour jobs and saying I'm gonna work hard here and work my way up. Now there are some places. Uh, shout out to our local Taco Bell. Uh, that that they they partic they specifically build a ladder, so you can go from team member to shift leader to manager, and within three years, we're making a pretty decent $50,000, dollars 70000 a year income in a company where you know, I've met the, the division manager in this area, great guy, I'd be happy to introduce you to him. Um, and so there's places like that where you can just work your way up if that's all you want to do. You can find the opportunity, but not everyone, not every business has those kinds of opportunities. You need to be careful. You can't invest five years of your life in McDonald's if they're not going to do anything for you. You've got to be thinking, what's in it for me? Where's this going to take me? So the opportunities exist. I've been... I just clicked over 20 minutes. All right. That's enough because this is the two to five minute podcast with the occasional 15 minute Sundays. So... Hopefully, you listen to yesterday's episode. I'd love to hear what you think about yesterday's. I thought yesterday's was great. Uh, I actually searched around for that Americana music, and I was really trying to capture that feel the opportunity America has. Uh, I think I did. I listened a second time, and I'm like, I don't know if I did. Maybe I did. I don't know. Tell me, Michael, at guycom Love your feedback. Check out the new podcast, the new season of the old podcast, the Guy Who Knows A Guy podcast. Find it wherever podcasts are sold. Or Delivered, or whatever, or go to slash podcast uh, The first episode with Ken Krell is coming out very soon, and actually the one with uh, with Derek Piquet, uh, which is the last episode of season two, was also quite good and kind of in the theme. Um, so check that out as well. Uh, it's longer form; it's 30 to 60 minutes, but it's something great. You know, while you're driving or walking the dog or whatever, you can learn some things from people who aren't me. So definitely check that out as well. Now, if you have not subscribed to this podcast, do so now subscribe on any platform uh, please leave a rating and a review especially on iTunes but anywhere that you feel the inspiration and please share it there's a link morningmotivation.fun. share it out on your social media other people need to hear this message there are other people who are wallowing in obscurity who have greatness to share and I want to help them and if you think I can please introduce them to the podcast that's what this is all about and finally join us on the Facebook group the Morning Motivation Podcast Facebook group. Search for Morning Motivation Podcast, and you should find the group, and we'd love to have you join us there. That's all I got for today. Have a happy 4th of July. Enjoy the family. Don't blow your fingers off. Remember, always keep your palm open if you're holding a firecracker so the energy can go outwards and not blow your fingers off. Um, Or better yet, don't hold firecrackers once they're lit. That's some more advice for you. See? News you can use. All right, you have a great day. I will see you tomorrow.